Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, where I read books and then I talk about them in 15 minutes or less so that you can uh, gain the wisdoms from them uh, in a condensed version. This is a supplementary, supplement, supplementary podcast to my main podcast, Book Club, with Caden Kelly. Is that the right word? Supplementary? Ah, whatever. I do this podcast in conjunction with my other one. I do that one in like an hour and a half, and I do this one in 15 minutes for your convenience. So um, the, the point is to be accountable to myself, to optimize my health, wealth, wisdom, and peace. And I want to share that with you and give that to you as well. So uh, if you like this conversation, go check out the other one. Uh, you can get more conversation from it. The uh, You can find access to it on my blog. Uh, um, wow. A lot of brain farts right now. Find out my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. has links to everything. Or you can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Book Club with Caden Kelly. So, this week, this last week, I read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, who is a spiritual guide, and uh, he's written a few other books, but I think this is his biggest one, and it's a really, really popular book in general. Um, he's a, you know, he's a handsome looking dude, got a little bit, a little bit of fuzz under the chin. Uh, Eckhart Tolle is a contemporary spiritual teacher who is not aligned with any particular religion or tradition. He writes with the timeless and uncomplicated clarity of the ancient spiritual masters and imparts a simple yet profound message. There is a way out of suffering and into peace. So, I read the book, I took some notes, and here's what I got. I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to try to do, uh, you know, again, 15 minutes or less, baby. That's the goal. So, the book is broken down into 10 chapters, and it's... It's laid out in a question and answer format. I think most of the book was written in response, you know, from like actual lectures and events that he was in. Or they're just questions, like popular questions that he comp compiled um, and gave responses to in the book. So I don't know if it was, you know, they were literally from seminars and stuff or, if, you know, it's kind of artificial seminar. Anyway, it's all question and answer in 10 chapters. So the biggest points, I'll share the biggest points really fast. Just, you know, the, the, the point of the book really and most of these spiritual books that I've read and uh, the lesson from the Stoics like Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus and Seneca is be aware of what's happening around you and be mindful of all of your thoughts and actions. And then only all you can do is focus on what you can control. That's that's pretty much it. That's how you find the most amount of peace in your life. It's not about chasing all your desires or your cravings, and it's not about being the most successful. Or it's not about uh, when I accomplish this, then I'll be happy, or if I can get rid of this, then I'll be happy. That's not what it's about. It's about being aware of your circumstances and focusing on what's in your control, Being and then having a full attention of, of the present moment. That's why the book is called The Power of Now. So keep that in mind. Chapter one is called You Are Not Your Mind. Uh, the disease is we identify with our thoughts. Um, that's the disease. 
And most of us live with a constant tormentor, and it is our mind. We torment ourselves with our thoughts, and then we identify with these thoughts. Sorry, I just had a couple nuts, and I have a little indigestion. Uh, we have, we have uh, thoughts and beliefs of the world and of ourselves and of other people, and then we identify with these things. And by identify, I mean we attach ourselves to, these, uh, to, these, to this identity. We think this is who I am, and this is how the peop- this is how the world sees me, X, Y, and Z. But really, the truth is, you are not part. You you are not your. I don't know who's calling me. You are not those thoughts that you're having. Those thoughts are part of your experience as a person. Um, the the goal to life is to is to accept what's happening, but then to make have to be you know to be aware of the thoughts that you have. And then make appropriate decisions from that. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, your ego and mind focus on the past and present. Consciousness or awareness is being in the present. Living in the present. Living in the current moment. Not living for the future or living in the past. Uh, chapter 2, Consciousness, the way out of pain. A quote from Tolly: The secret of life is to die before you die and that and find that there is no death Uh, i talk about this to great length i talk about all of this in great length but i think the point is it's like uh, you know you hear people have near-death experiences and then they make life-altering choices if somehow we can replicate that experience without actually having a near-death experience i think we would all be you know we'd all we'd all have a deeper or clearer sense of who we are and what life is about life is not about uh, uh, you know your accomplishments or your identity. Life, life really is about in, is being present for today for yourself and for those around you that you love. That's you know that's really it. Uh, living for other people is is an is your ego trying to emulate through uh, this body, but destroying the ego is uh, well. That's just the the clearest way to find peace is to kill your ego. And uh, be aware of the decisions and thoughts that you make, and trying to help other people. Can't do that with. It's hard to do that with, with an ego. Uh, he talks about having, uh, you know, handling pro- how to handle problems to deal. Uh, situations are meant to d- be dealt with now or to be accepted as part of the isness of the present moment. So again, this is awareness of what's happening around you. And then accept it, acceptance and or surrender. We'll t- and he talks about surrender at the end of the book. Surrendering to this external, these external circumstances that are out of your control. And then focusing on what is in your control. Uh, and then if you, can, if you can do something to improve your life, you should always do that. You should always, tr- uh, you, should al- you should never suffer for suffering's sake. Like uh, like the Buddha subjected himself to starvation uh, uh, to learn if you know if that would bring him closer to enlightenment, and he learned it's not. Suffering for suffering's sake is unnecessary, and in fact, it's almost madness. Especially if you if you suffer voluntarily and then call it involuntary. That's madness. That's what Tolly says. Uh, chapter four: uh, Mind strategies for avoiding the now. It is essential to be conscious in ordinary situations so that when hardships arrive, you can handle them consciously. 
I'm obsessed with this idea. We we uh, it's hard to like it's hard to do things for yourself to improve your you know to improve your life's situation. It's so easy to sleep in and to DoorDash food, and it's easy to uh, like to drown your your thoughts and your energy in distractions like Netflix and social media and video games and porn and not be present in your relationships, not be present for yourself, for your health. Uh, it's easier to be lazy and complacent always. It's always easier. It takes effort to improve all of those things. And uh, But the reason that, especially, like, especially when life is good, it's very, very important to be, one, to like go to the gym and eat well and work on your relationships. Those are important to, to have peace of mind and to have to be in a in a healthy place across the board but it's also really really important to be conscious of every decision or every thought that you have at the same time because like I talk about in uh, Cameron Haynes book to be um, to be conscious to be aware of all of your thoughts today allows for strength and resilience when hardships arrive when you if you can be if you practice being awake and aware when things are easy, then you will have resilience to be aware of your thoughts and your actions when shit hits the fan, when things are tough, when when the going gets tough, baby. So uh, it is essential to be conscious in ordinary situations when hardships arrive. So when hardships arrive, you can handle them consciously. Um, you can't control your circumstances, but you can always control your attitudes and reactions. I talked about this a little bit. Uh, are you con- are you this one hit home for me? Are you too consumed with your goals that you forget to enjoy the present? Do you think life will be better when you get to where you want to go in the future? He says this is the ultimate recipe for suffering. Uh, I you know I I try to be ambitious and set goals and try to improve myself in a lot of areas, and it's so easy to get too caught up in that and forfeit what's happening in the present. And there's a, there's a conversation to be had about sacrificing certain values for a higher value, especially if you want to be extraordinary at something. It takes sacrificing other. It takes sacrificing good things for great things. But in general, to have the deepest sense of peace, you should be able to work towards what's important to you and and to the world and improving the world's circumstance and other people's lives. But also be present for your family in the moment. Be present for yourself in the moment be present for those around you in the moment it's easy to get this you know to get too caught up in what you're doing and say yeah i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna spend time with my spouse today because i have this goal this thing that i want to achieve so you you forsake or you abandon that value for something else again if you i cameron haynes talks about it david goggins if you want to be extraordinary or exceptional at anything, it requires an exceptional amount of effort, and that usually requires sacrificing other aspects of your life. But for this book's sake, being present in the moment right now brings the deepest sense of peace. You, you could still work towards what is important to you in your life while also holding on to, or not holding on to, but being aware of what's happening right now. Like if you're what working right now and you get a phone call and something has come up with your family, you can, are you going to blow it off for your future or are you going to be present for that thing right now? 
That's a, that's being aware. That's the power of now. Let's keep going. Almost done. Um, chapter, yeah, then there's, he gets really deep about our inner and outer bodies. It's too much for me to grasp. The space in between nothingness or the space in between things, which is nothingness. He talks about uh, relationships and basically all I'll, all I'll say it from his relationship advice, which I always think is funny that spiritual guides always give relationship advice. In all the spiritual books I've read, they all give relationship advice. But I, the, the biggest takeaway is um, the best relationships are when you yourself are, in, are aware of yourself and are aware of your partner and accept your partner and yourself and your partner is doing the same thing as well. They accept, they are aware of themselves, they're aware of you and they accept themselves and they accept you. Those are the best relationships. And it works even better when you're both working towards similar goals. Like when, you know, like the things you, how you want to help the world when you agree. Um, well, even then, because, you know, uh, ad- identifying with a belief even to help the world is ego. And to say, this is how I'm, you know, I, I want to help the world because of X, Y, and Z. And this is how I'm going to do it. Uh, you don't have to agree. Ego will say this is the only way to do it, but awareness or enlightenment will say this is this is just the idea. Let's talk about it. Let's and let's figure out if it's good or if it's not good, and let's do something better. Either this is good that I came up with, or it's not good, but we'll come up with something better. That's no ego. And when you're both like that in your relationship, when you say this is how I want to raise my kids, and someone your partner says, well, this is how I want to do it, and you're able to talk about both ideas and come up with a better idea. That's how that's how good relationships work. And then to wrap up the book, uh, chapter nine, beyond happiness and unhappiness, there is peace. You usually can't find peace by trying to f- look for it. Peace happens by living in the moment. Again, this is instead of living for your future, you live for today. You work toward you. You make decisions every day that improve your life situation for tomorrow. But you're also aware of things today as they happen. Uh, and then Chapter 10, The Meaning of Surrender. So uh, Again, surrender. He says, surrendering means yielding to the flow of life rather than giving up. When you surrender to the, uh, to the circumstances in your life that are out of your control, you're not giving up and throwing in the towel and saying my life is over or X, Y, and Z. I say X, Y, and Z a lot. You're not, you're not giving up. You're, you're yielding to the flow of life, which means you're accepting what's happening but you are still conscious of you're conscious of yourself, your thoughts and your actions, and you uh, make appropriate decisions based on what's happening. So, again, that's you know that's the theme of all of this: being aware of what's happening around your life in your life. Um, I love what he says to wrap it up. Sorry, I'll say he says full attention is full acceptance is surrender. Aware of what's happening accepting it is surrender and then focus on what you can do to improve your life and to improve the lives of those around you this is that's the power of now living for the moment attention is acceptance is surrender so go read Eckhart Tolle's the power of now if you uh, like this if you really like this conversation if you want more dialogue go listen to my other podcast book club with Caden Kelly on Spotify an Apple podcast, uh, or listen to, uh, you could listen to it live on 
Well, no, the live is already done, but it's recorded. You can find access to all of it on kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. We'll be doing this again. Uh, if you have any comments or questions for me, you can message me wherever you find me, and uh, I'll do my best to respond. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.